Hello, this is Vanessa Graulich, and today we're going to talk about the buyers and sellers market. What are we right now on, buyers or sellers? Well, let's first understand what is the buyers and what is the sellers market. So I'm just going to explain you how you go from one to the other and vice versa. So first, let's start describing sellers market. A sellers market happens when you have basically um, only a few sellers and you have many buyers. So for example, there can be an inventory of four houses, but you have maybe 30 prospect buyers that are qualified and ready to buy the house. So what is the problem? Obviously you're having here a low inventory and you have all of these prospect buyers and the sellers, and that's the reason why they call it the seller's market, they go, oh, wait a second, I have leverage. And leverage means that they can base, they basically, you know, have the market, you know, to put it away in their hands because when you are a buyer and let's say that you say, I want a house that has these qualifications and you are on a seller's market like right now, then you're, you're going to be limited to like three, four choices when, you know, in a buyer's market, which we're going to talk about that, you have more choices. So how do we get a seller's market? Well, Let's first remember pre-pandemic, what happens. Before the pandemic, I feel like, you know, the market, everything was moving, everything was a little bit balanced between buyers and sellers because sometimes you can have an equilibrium, but that equilibrium doesn't last too long because what happened? Well, let's just see exactly what happened. We were going, okay, 2020 happens, boom, the pandemic creates panic, right? And the first thing that people do is what? They hold real estate because they say, what's going to happen? Is it going, are the prices going to go up? Are the prices going to go down? So what happens? The pandemic happens. They lower the interest rate to get more buyers motivated and say, go, go and find a place. But at the same time, buy, uh, sellers are feeling like maybe this is not the time to sell. Maybe I should wait. And then the psychological game basically creates a seller's market. Everyone is waiting or maybe they don't want to do it right now. And then you have really motivated buyers that go to the bank and they say, yes, I want that rate. Give me that rate. And that's the problem that then they don't have, you know, you have like a, like a few inventory of houses and then buyers are like, that's it. But I want a house that has this and that. So obviously when they find a house, then the seller has a little bit more leverage on the negotiation or not. Sometimes, yes, sometimes you know, they don't, but, you know, frequently you will see that because sellers understand that there's not so much inventory, then they can be a little bit more demanding to put away on the negotiation uh, part. And they can say, well, I want this and that because, you know, take what you get. Now, what happens? What happens is the following. And this is basically how you go from a seller's market to a buyer's market. So construction and contractors and anyone that basically has the ability and the capacity, you know, they have the resources to build homes, they say, let's do this. Let's complement this market by, you know, making, you know, building new homes. And that's when they start going and they have to go fast because then this is what's going to happen. They start going, they start building, they start building. All of a sudden, a seller's market it starts basically becoming a buyer's market because the inventory of homes now 
is starting to increase because there's more construction and then people start cooling off and they say, you know what? I have seen that nothing happened with the market. I'm going to just put my house for sale. And then you start getting more sellers, more sellers, more sellers, more sellers. And buyers, you know, they don't, because there's new construction, you know, they, they feel like, oh, okay, you know what? Maybe I'm going to wait to see if there's more coming. So it's always this missing of, this feeling missing of, of, of I'm sorry, like this feeling of missing out, to put it like, like that, right? Then what happens? All of this construction gets all done. Now you have all of these houses. You have many, many, many inventory of houses, and then you don't have that many qualified buyers. Also, interest rates are probably not as low because, it, you know, the economy changes. Now, interest rates might be a little bit higher, and the buyers might be like, this is not a good time to buy. I'm going to just hold. Now you have all these sellers and you only have a couple buyers and that's what we call that a buyer's market because the buyers now out of the hundred homes, if they don't like one, next, 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 and so on. Which one is good? Which one is bad? They're both good. I mean, you will always find leverage on a transaction as long as you, you feel that is the right investment for you or you feel it's the right time for you to either buy or sell. Sometimes you don't have an option because obviously with this pandemic, we're going to see a lot of people might not have an option, which is extremely sad. And this happened in 2008 when, you know, because of these lockdowns, there's no income coming in. We all know what happens. And then basically uh, you're going to start having a lot of foreclosures. You're going to start having them banks, you know, having all of these houses, and they don't know what to do. So that's when the inventory of houses increases. And this is nothing that I'm making up. This is just business and this is how economics move. And then you start going from a seller's market to a buyer's market. And then the same thing happens with the buyers. All of a sudden, you know, like the pandemic or they, you know, the rate goes down and then you start having more buyers. And then as you can see there, you can go from sellers to buyers, buyers to sellers and so on. Fortunately, United States is a very stable co uh, country when it comes to interest rates and inflation. And, you know, obviously, because it's a capitalist country, what's going to happen? They understand that real estate is extremely important for, you know, citizens and companies and corporations and the GDP basically here in the United States. I hope you enjoy this um, short tutorial about sellers markers and bias markers. My name is Vanessa Graulich and I hope to see you in another episode. Thank you. Have a good day.